Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. All right, why don't you go ahead and take a seat, high five someone, compliment them on their shoes, on your way. (laughs) Oh, there's some chatter. All right, put your hand up if you got the memo of what day it is. (laughs) Well, it's a lot of days. It is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It is May something, May 28th. (laughs) It is week number four. It's our final week in our Bloom series, which I have loved. Put up your hand if you have loved the Bloom series. I was saying to the team this morning, I've just been like so like surprised by this series like it just has really exceeded my expectations not that like like God doesn't surprise me that he does things beyond my expectations but it's just been really really good but it's also if you are um you know part of the ladies group it's also fab shoes day so <laughs> and if you are a man and you have fab shoes that's great too so for today there's not a contest but um take a picture of your shoes with a friend today. Just do it. Just do it. That's your first instruction. And I had a couple of options and I couldn't decide. And okay, these are pretty great, aren't they? Aren't they pretty great? Okay. And I had some friends helping me, but in the end, okay, I put these on this morning because they were my first choice. But in the end, I chose stability. Because as Pastor Matt says, stability releases the ability. (laughs) So, because um, I wanted to not trip, I wore these. But you know what's funny? Is I actually tripped twice coming up the stairs in the past. We all need a little help sometimes. So anyways, it's going to be a great day is my point. This day's a lot of things. Um, It's going to be great. And the Lord has something for every single person in this room. And it's just my prayer that as I read scripture and as I do my best to share what the Lord has been placing on my heart, that it would speak to you personally where you're at by the power of the Holy Spirit in me. Sound good? All right. So today I have titled the message, How It's Going, Secrets to a Great Life. And first I had titled it Secrets to a Good Life, but then I remembered we're in 2023 and the word is great. So we're going to have a great life. Yeah, not just a good life. Um, Okay, talking about bloom, talking about plants. I am not like the best gardener, but I do feel like the Lord speaks to me every time I try. (laughs) Like pretty specifically in nature, which makes sense. The heavens declare the glory of God firmament shows his handiwork it makes sense that he would speak in nature but I um since the first year of Matt and I's marriage I have tried to grow roses I really love roses I think part of it was like I was trying to be like Oprah or something like way back then but um but I really love roses and we've moved a lot so I've never kind of really seen them you know I don't have like a whatever of roses but this year I brought some again and uh, I went to down the street to Minter's and I picked out my roses. And as I was leaving, the gardener came out and he said, okay, so these babies have been in the greenhouse. So you can't just put them straight in the ground. You got to give them a couple of days to kind of get used to a harsher climate. So I was like, okay. So I just kind of put them beside the house. But then I kind of forgot about them. 
so they so they didn't get planted and they didn't get watered and so they almost died I went out and they were looking pretty shrivelly and so I brought them inside and babied them a little bit more but I mean that's deep don't get planted you don't get watered you're going to die you know so let's just it's really interesting being on the front row and taking in and it's been such good 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 stuff but pastor Matt's been shooting it straight like he's been saying straight from scripture what it says and then I'll have conversations after where people aren't doing the things <laughs> and I'm like but if you don't get planted and you don't water you don't get watered you're going to die like so that let this be your reminder it's the same you are a rose bush and you need to take care of yourself got it okay so how it's going you're in the greenhouse you've been planted you've been watered now what you got to keep growing right so you know whatever's not growing is is dying so let's not do that but you know what every single day we can't just be watered once we can't just do the right thing once we got to choose every day we got to choose forgiveness every day we got to choose you know to rejoice in the lord every day we got to choose to get out of bed and and look up and say yeah the stay lord is made but we we have choices regarding how we are going to engage with life with the day right with the people that are in it we have choices about how we think and how we feel and how we act towards each other and towards god so each day you know as the stillness of the night becomes the roar of the day which is how it works in my house anybody else there's not like a huge transition um but we just we all have those decisions to make those deadlines to meet and people to attend to in one way or the other you know maybe you're a mom but maybe you're not you still got people in your life that need to be taken care of in some way or another right so again we have choices about what we're going to do with this gift of today again remembering this is the day the lord has made but we will rejoice and be glad in it you know there's a lot of things that are out of our control that's fair that's true but we are free to make a lot of choices we're free to choose our mindset we're free to choose our attitude we're free to be intentional about living a life that enables me and others and my world around me to thrive and to flourish so that's what i want to talk to you about today is making good choices and it's going to be a bit practical but it's going to be from scripture so let's just do this so number 1 your first good choice today is going to be choose to value people yeah we need each other there's no way around it we can't do this thing alone and god has placed people in your life people around you and we need to choose to put value on them you'll often hear pastor Matt say especially if you're on a team here but he'll say that more important than the what is the who. Colossians 3 verses 12 to 14 says this, this is how you treat your people. Therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity so good you know it's always amazing we can be you can choose this you can be frustrated with somebody 
And then you can stop and choose to think about what you love about them. We know all the things that God's placed in in them. It's okay. I just want to park on this point for a second, but not too long. I got a couple points here, but if you've been here a while, you've heard me say this before. Two of these things I've said before. One is wherever you go, there you are. Two is that oftentimes, well, many times, when you're going along in a relationship, you hit a bump, our first instinct is to abort mission, right? Like, oh, no, that's a red flag or that's a whatever, and to go away. But you know what? In your next relationship or your next job or your next anything you do in life, you're going to hit a bump at some point. And if you abort mission, every time you hit a bump, you aren't going to grow. You're going to die. It's just kind of, it's the same. So don't. Stick it through. Choose to value your people. Choose to stick it out. Choose to fight for each other. It's okay to fight. As long as you're fighting for the right thing. I don't love to fight, but it's okay to fight. (laughs) Uh, Point number two, choose to look up. You remember what Pastor Matt said about you can't bloom when you're planted in gloom? You can take that one to the bank. Like, that's just it. Everything can be going perfectly in someone's life, but if their attitude is like, but you don't know what my life is like. Like, you don't know how uncomfortable my bed is or whatever, like whatever. (laughs) We can find reasons to be, we can find reasons to be depressed or we can find reasons to have joy. You know, there's there's always something good. I remember hearing a pastor say one time, he's like, "Is there what's going good in your life?" And and this person was like, "I don't know, I can't think of anything." He's like, "Well, how about eyelids?" I was like, "Yeah, if you didn't have eyelids, like, can you imagine?" <laughs> but I, it's like it just sticks with me. And like, yeah, there's always always something to be thankful for. And like, life compounds either way. Like, you can choose to live or you can choose to die. And you frame the world. You live in by the words that you speak. I know when Pastor Matt and I walk together, um, it's funny because we in our house too now, I tell him, I, I go for walks. That's like, <laughs> that's what I say in the morning. But if I walk by myself, I naturally look up because I know, well, I've learned to look up because I know I feel better. And if my thoughts are going downhill, looking up helps me just to see the beauty around me. And it just lifts my my countenance, you know, but I know when Matt and I walk together, we often talk about a variety of topics. And then I tend to, you know, as your brain starts thinking about all the things, it's funny how you, like, I'll naturally look down. Some of it is so that I don't fall on my face because the thinking and walking is sometimes hard, but, but it's still, for some, tripping twice anyway. Um, yeah. Yo, the minute you look up, you feel better. You know, the first I lift my eyes to the mountains, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, you know, maker of heaven and earth. Again, there's so many things that like, what, what are we going to do by worrying about it? You no, know, nothing, you know, we bring it to Jesus. So that's my walking story. So next time you're walking or next time you're finding your thoughts, getting carried away, look up and the thing about thoughts too is the more we let them go one way or the other they're going to create a habit 
right? So you might wake up, you find yourself waking up with that same thought. Honestly, like throw it at the feet of Jesus if it's no good. You know, it's like, no, yeah. Return, well, reach, let it get crushed by the cross and all that. But yeah, okay, so point number three, and it might sound similar to point number one, but it's, but it's not exactly. But it's choose togetherness. Togetherness means doing life together, right? It means allowing people into your life and you reaching into others. Something, another thing, this is sort of going to be like a recap message, but um, that has stuck out to me from this series is, is that just keep sewing, right? From <laughs> and so I just think that too. And when you look for those opportunities, they come. Those opportunities to sew and to be part of someone's life and to walk alongside and and it's amazing. And the more that we do things life together, the more our life grows, right? You know, the life of the generous, right? And that's and that it's not just always giving money, but it's just being aware of how can we do life together? How can we come alongside each other and, and do that? But you know, togetherness, you didn't believe it or not, diminishes loneliness and isolation. Makes sense. And instead it encourages love and mutual empowerment forgiveness, reconciliation, collaboration, instead of selfishness or competition or greed. Let's choose togetherness. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. And it's always better to do things together. It's like basically your rule around here that you can't, don't, you don't do things alone. You find a buddy because it's funner. And then, then someone else knows how to do it. <laughs> Psalm 33 verses 1 to 3. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Amen. It is like precious oil poured on the head and running down on Aaron's beard or Matt's beard. For there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. So good. Better to be one than it is to be right. My, it's not like my last point, but it's like my last point point is <laughs> choose to take ownership. Right? Right. <laughs> Reading in Galatians, and I don't have it up there um, on the screen today, but you know, this verse that says, carry each other's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So we are fulfilling the law of Christ when we carry each other's burdens. So having compassion and, and doing life together. But just a little bit down in the chapter, it also, also says, but each one must be responsible for his own load. So when we say carry each other's burdens, we're not saying, I'm going to do all the hard work for you so that you don't grow. Right? It's the, it's the same thing as, as wrapping a blanket around the victim over and over again for them to be sent off in the ambulance and their story ending. No. When God rescues you from darkness, it's not so that you can just be rescued. It's so that you can have life and have it to the full and go rescue somebody else. And as you pick yourself up by the grace of God and take ownership for whatever it is, you know, when we come to Jesus, He forgives us of our sins. It's dealt with. It's a, it's a, done. It is finished. There's nothing that we can do that's going to make him love us more or that's going to make him forgive us more. You know, it's done. 
But we also, there's also the fact that we are still human and we still live in this world. And sometimes our habits or our attitudes or stuff that we thought we knew still needs some working out, right? And we need to take ownership of that. We need to take ownership to make the good choices. Are you hearing me? All right. I want to just touch on a story. The more I like, I was I really excited about preaching to you today. But the more I thought about it, the more different stories from the Bible. And I'm like, well, I can't read the whole Bible this morning. So I am choosing to park on the story of Nehemiah today. Um, Nehemiah had, he proved himself and he rose through the ranks by his loyalty and his intelligence. Um, but so we're going to just chat about two of his jobs. There's lots of context that is important, but today I'm just, I'm going to be touching on his, his character in relation to his jobs where he took ownership. So he grew up during the time of um, exile. He grew up in Persia and he rose through the ranks to become a cupbearer to the king of Persia. Okay, a cupbearer was somebody who would, who would taste the wine or taste whatever before the king did so that if it was poisonous, Nehemiah would die and not the king. So it's a kind of a literal act of being willing to lay down his life every day or three times a day, however many times he needed to do that. But he got to that point of trust through his character. The Bible says he was um, intelligent and loyal. It also says clever and composed. Yeah, it's like, those are qualities I'd like someone to say about me. Those are pretty great. But because of that, he didn't just get to sip the wine and pass it over, but he was a trusted confidant to the king. So that means he was close enough to him for the king to be like, hey, what do you think about this? Like they had conversations, if that, if you're following me. So it comes to the point where um, Nehemiah finds out that the city of Judah is in ruins, okay? And so he had never grown up there, but his ancestors were buried there. And he's upset and it's showing. The king, they're close enough that the king is like, what's going on with you, you know? And he, and he explains and, and the king says to him, what do you want? Can you imagine being in that place where the king is like, what do you, what do you need here? Like, that's pretty amazing. And it says that Nehemiah prayed to the Lord. It's funny because it's not long and drawn out. In the scripture, it says he prayed to the Lord and then he answered the king. But that's important. You know, he, he was trusted by the king. He was loyal. He honored the king. He did the, he did the right things. But he knew still who to put first. Right, So he prayed to the Lord and then he answered the king and he had permission to go and support to go. So he went from being the cupbearer to going to rebuilding the wall. And while he's rebuilding the wall, he, it wasn't just a like, oh, I had these feelings about my, my great grandpa and now I'm going. No, he committed to do the work and he stayed there. It took 52 days, which is incredible. But while he was there, there's a couple of things that really stood out to me. One is that he, he stayed and got watched the work be completed. Along that time, the people involved were not always well behaved. <laughs> it happens with people sometimes. We don't always fall in line or whatever. But he did the work to expose darkness. He also did the work to make sure that when there was a threat to the work, that he put security in place. 
he didn't just have a good sleep and say, you know, like, well, hopefully he had a good sleep sometimes, but he didn't just say, oh, thank you, Jesus. And we should say thank you, Jesus, every day. But he did the work to protect, right? The next thing is he, he did the work to stay focused. You know, there's a time where he was getting letters and different things, accusations against him saying, you're doing this, you're doing that, come down, have a meeting. And because Nehemiah knew that was bogus, he just said, I'm doing an important work and I cannot come down, you know? And, and I think there's so much power in that. If we can guard against distraction, especially when you know, you know like you have that opportunity where you could jump in on something, like you could do it, but should you do it? Like, are, you, are they going to be better for it? Are you going to be better for it? Or is this going to throw you off track? It's just like, no, I'm not getting distracted. You, like when you know what you know, don't get distracted. It's the same thing. If you throw dogs, throw dogs, if you throw dogs, <laughs> if you throw rocks at every dog that barks, nobody's going to like you. Yeah. <laughs> you have big trouble if you lived near me. Okay. What was I talking about? <laughs> Don't get distracted. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, so good. All right, if you want to read the story of Nehemiah, I would even say do Ezra and Nehemiah. I know the whole Bible will take a couple days, but uh, but so much good in there. And you know, one of the one of the things that stood out to me about the story of Nehemiah and the book of Nehemiah is is that uh, it, there's not a happily ever after moment. It's not like and then they were good and then they never sinned again and then they always did what the Lord said, like. It's amazing how um, humans keep revealing their need for a savior, their need for Jesus, and you know, you know, it's our responsibility to take responsibility for the things we can. But we can't make good choices just on our own, you know. And and we're all going to have days where we feel great and we're doing cartwheels, and then we're going to have days where it's like, oh, it's morning again. You know, and that's, but either way, Jesus is there, you know, and he helps, he can help us. He's our, he's our peace. He's our everything. But, you know, I want to, I want to close with this. I, I felt a bit lighthearted planning this message. And I just really pray that it's an encouragement to you that it's like, no, you're big, you're great, you're strong. Like, go do the things. Um, Here's my other plant story, but in our um, front lawn, we have a clover patch because I like clover mixed with my grass. <laughs> but um, I have found many four-leaf clovers in my front lawn, and I feel like I looked for four-leaf clovers my whole life. Anybody else? It was just me. And I never found any until we moved here. I know, right? So super blessed. So was finding them and one day I was just like pulling other weeds and I kept I was just like I kept finding them so I kept looking for them I think I found like seven or eight and I just felt the Lord say like how many do you need like and it was like not like he was mad at me but just kind of like yeah you're blessed like now go do the work you know and uh and that was like two years ago and then this year again I was pulling weeds it happens every year (laughs) weeds um, and I was like, I wonder if I'll find a four-leaf clover. Sure enough, I found it immediately. 
but I felt like God was saying, there it is. Now go do the work. <laughs> like, it's like, you're blessed. Go do the work. And that's just been on my heart today. It's like, do the work. Like, wherever you are, whatever it is, do the work. If it's hard, you know, get up, do the work. If you're feeling weak, get up, do the work. If you're feeling strong, get up, do the work. You're blessed. Do the work. Um, I heard a message this week, and it was so good. But I was talking about, you might be tired. Like, if I'm completely honest, a little, a couple of minutes ago, I was feeling tired. Because <laughs> maybe you didn't get a good sleep, or maybe you stayed up too late doing whatever, whatever. But the message was this babies sleep when they're tired. <laughs> babies sleep when they're tired. Adults sleep when the work's done. And yeah, I was like, oh yeah. You know, and like within wisdom, like rest is not a bad thing. <laughs> but you know, like greater is he that is in us and also his, his power is made perfect in our weakness. So it's like if we give up or we had to take a nap every time we didn't feel 100%, like really, we're not going to get strong that way. But you know, just want to close with this. You know, it's, it's kind of not rocket science. You know, there's even some things you don't have to pray for a week about whether or not you're going to obey God. I mean, you could, but it would be a waste of a week. You should just, just obey Him. Yeah, make good choices. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. If you know Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, I'm going to read it from here. Uh, starting in verse 11, it says, now what I'm commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It's not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it so that we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it. Verse 15 says, See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his de commands, decrees and laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you're entering to possess. You know, um, I felt the Lord say to me this week that he doesn't speak to us in riddles. You know, when we come to Jesus, it's so amazing. And as, but as we begin to know him and we begin to walk things out, he does, it's not a mystery. You know, you're not going to accidentally worship the devil. You're not. He doesn't make it tricky or confusing. You know, and the, what are the rules? Love God and love others. That's pretty, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But let's choose life. You know, like when we talk to each other, when we talk about ourselves, let's choose life. Today's day, Lord is made. These people in my life, they're really special. Today's going to be great. You know, God's called me to something great. He's got plans for me today. Um, I'm just going to... We've been in John chapter 15, which is such a beautiful red letter chapter. Red letter meaning Jesus said those words. Why don't you stand with me for, for now, for a bit. John chapter 15 and verse 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you. This is Jesus speaking. 
and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. That's the thing, Jesus. He already chose us. He already came and died for us. He died so that we could have life, so that we could be free and forgiven and have eternal life with him. And now he's waiting for us to choose him so that we can do this together. If I can just ask you to close your eyes, just make this a personal moment. But like I said before, goodness on our own terms, you know, it runs out. Our goodness is limited. We need Jesus every day. And if you're here today and you would say, okay, I don't know. I think I need that. I want to give you an opportunity to invite Jesus to come into your life today. To forgive you of your sins. And to give you a new life with him. A life where by his grace you can make good choices. We're just going to say a simple prayer together. Just saying, Jesus, I believe in you and I need you. So if you could just repeat after me, we're going to pray together in the house today. Dear Jesus, I confess that you are God and I believe that you chose me, that you chose to die for me so that my sins could be forgiven and that I could have new life with you, a life where I make better choices. Jesus, please forgive me. Come into my life and be Lord over my life. I choose today to follow you. Amen. If you can just keep your eyes closed. I'm going to keep mine closed too. Well, maybe, but you keep yours closed. <laughs> but if that's you today and you're just saying, you're making that your best choice. It is the best choice. But you said, I'm going to follow Jesus. Can you just give me a thumbs up for a wave? Thank you. Thank you. So good. Awesome. We're going to kind of move on with our service today. I hope that, uh, actually, if I could just ask, if anything that I said to you today was relatable or personal or spoke to you, could you give me a thumbs up? Awesome. Thank you. We're going to sing a song here in a minute called Making Room for New. And, and I just love it. And I think that, you know, especially on this day, we also celebrate that, you know, Pentecost. And that's when the Holy Spirit came. Jesus died, rose again. And then he ascended to heaven to be with the Father. But he sent the Holy Spirit, you know, to guide us and to comfort us and to be with us. And so we're just going to, we're going to sing a song called Making Room for New, but just making room for new, the, the new that the Holy Spirit wants to do, the new ways that he wants to lead and guide us. And if you're here today and you have never been baptized, I want to give you an opportunity for that as well. Here at College Street, we do that, do this every week. And we're just saying, we're saying yes to Jesus. It's a step in discipleship. And baptism means to be fully immersed in water. And so we have a tank up here. We're going to lift the lid. And it's representing, and it says in scripture that when we go under the water, it's representing being buried with Christ, all those sins and all that stuff in the water. And when we come out, 
we're saying that we're leaving it there and that we're raised to new life in Christ. So I want to give an opportunity for that as we worship, as we welcome in the new that God wants to do. Maybe you're here today and you've been asking God for new direction and I believe he wants to do that and he wants to speak personally. So I just ask you to reach out for that as we worship. But Pastor Matt and I are going to be here. If you want to get baptized, just come on down. We'd be happy to do that at any point. Let's worship together. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.